Before we get into today's episode with John DeBerry, there are some eagerly awaited changes to the season that Dave and I are going to discuss, namely some new additions and modifications to the Wheel of Death. If this is your first episode of Rescue Club or you have no interest in this whatsoever, just fast forward two minutes and 48 seconds. But Dave and I are going to introduce these new wheel constraints before we get into the show. Did you just say real or wheel? These wheel, real constraints. <laughs> We're going to get some real wheel constraints. So uh, just to review DC before we get into them, uh, the existing ones, we made a few changes. We live and learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, okay, so first, and we're not taking away the wheel. We're actually quadrupling down on it. Yeah, some people are like, maybe they'll take away the wheel. Wrong. No. <laughs> we're gonna go even harder into this wheel. Uh, so for instance, some some easy changes we made. One pot was posing a, a little bit of an issue for us because a lot of these recipes are already just one pot. It wasn't very interesting or challenging, but we thought a slow cooker, slow cooker as a specific pot you have to use would be a very interesting way to go here. So we changed that. We've made budget and lux sort of a, you know. We're giving more power and autonomy to the winner of the challenge to choose the pain and suffering for the other wedgies that week. Exactly. And we've loaded up, we've doubled up some of the items. For example, the vegan or vegetarian. If you land on lux, you know, you're going to land on budget as well. as budget or lux, and the winner would choose, you know, specific to that, Right. Sort of recipe, and I think by doing this, it gives more optionality and allows us to tailor the challenge to the wheel of death a little bit more appropriately. Yeah, and it's going to make. I think hopefully, it's also going to make for more interesting takes on the <clears throat> recipe. In some instances, it's going to be more interesting to see a luxe version of a recipe. In other instances, it'll be more interesting to see a budget version. So, the winner of the episode will get to choose budget or luxe. They'll get to choose vegetarian or vegan. They'll get to choose che- uh, Cheeto. <laughs> get to choose keto or we've added whole 30 as an option instead uh those are the sort of modifications we've added some new gamified ones so there's a wild card piece of the pie now so Where if you land on a wild, if i spin i land on wild card i can choose anything i want with the exception of one which we'll get into this episode is brought to you by lincoln in the all-new 2024 nautilus hybrid Featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh, my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive that sets the pace and seating for up to seven adults with zero to 60 speed that throws you one moment and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. And then there's going to be a the the one that Dave is referring to is there's going to be a split pie where if you land on this wedge of the wheel of death you're either going to get something great or something terrible the great option is you could land on god mode mm-hmm. meaning you will get to choose the constraints under which you and your opponents have to cook but right next to god mode well, hold on theoretically if we just did one with JDB if you spun first and land on god mode you chose all you know, you chose for John and I. So you say, "Hey, I make keto." John DeBerry, you do um, budget, budget, and then I spin. I land on God mode. Then I can flip everything over again, and I can give myself whatever I want to cook. And then if John DeBerry then spins God mode at the last, then it erases mm-hmm. everything that happened before. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's the only the only way you can get out of your God mode as assignment is to also land on God mode. But if I spin God mode and I assign you. Uh, budget and you spin and land double taxation. I think you have to get another one on top of it too. Sure. <laughs> uh, so we've added we've added a couple of gamified ones. We added for uh, some more of the culinary oriented constraints that you're going to see. No, this. I think you choose after. Okay, after you spin. Sure. So some of the more culinary-oriented constraints you're going to see for the rest of the season as we approach all of these recipes that you send in. There's a handmade uh, constraint 
So for this one, the, again, the winner of that episode will choose one element of a recipe that you have to make from scratch. So, so let's just say the butter episode where we make stuffing. We would say you would have to, and I won. I would say, Chris Ying, not only do you have to do Lux, but you have to make single utter butter. You have to make the butter from scratch. Right. And I have to raise the cow. And, and we're going to decide. It's not going to be, you know, horrible in that sense, or maybe it will be depending on the winner of that. You know, it's. I think it creates a little bit more drama, a little bit more pain, and it depends on the relationship between the winner and that said wedgie. Yes. <laughs> I could say, like, you know what, Chris? You have to make puff pastry. Yes. It very much. Basically, it depends if Dave gets to choose mine or somebody else's. It'll either be mean or nice. Uh, some other culinary-related ones, we've added a microwave-only option. So if we were to land on microwave-only, self-explanatory, you have to make today's recipe using only a microwave. Uh, there is a fusion option we have added, which means if you land on a fusion, if Dave were to land on fusion and I was the episode's winner, I would have to. I would give him, I would pick a culture of the world, a country of the world, I should say, and say to Dave, make the recipe. But make it Moroccan. Mash, mash it up. Mash it up with another culture and and, and do it respectfully. Dave. Respectfully. <laughs> uh, so the last, I think the last new addition you're going to see on the wheel and for the rest of the season, and we'll let you get into the show here, is a fun one that Dave and I are both beyond excited about, which is if you land on live stream, you will have to set a time set, and date. Set a do- time and a date. Announce it to the recipe club fan base all the recipe club faithful to show up and watch you cook your recipe live on the internets. So those are the new restrictions. Again, if this makes no sense, I apologize, but uh, this is some good, you're, you're going to need this to get into this episode. And with that, wait, 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 how the scoring system? Oh, there's a new scoring system too. So we, uh, we want to give everybody a fair shot at this, this season. We, we realize there are some broken scoring things, which is what happens when you make something up on the fly. So we are going to now take the power that we held so dear to score one another and we're going to hand it to the producers of this show. So when it comes to scoring the winner of each episode, we're going to put that in the hands of you know Gabby, Victoria and Corey. Uh they are going to assign a gold, silver and bronze medal for the episode and that is how we are going to start determining the winners and at the end of the season don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. There's going to be a metal count. There's going to be averages. Don't freak out. Tears. There's going to be tears. Of there joy. <laughs> tears of joy. And uh, we got to get in the show, Dave, because I ate this jello salad this morning and my tummy hurts. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> Welcome to Recipe Club, where we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. My name is Chris Yang. I'm the co-host of this podcast, along with David Chang. Hello, hello. Today's guest... I feel like you're not. The wedgies are the guests. Wow, I've been downloaded to a guest. Today's today's featured featured star wedgie member of the recipe club in the house with us in the clubhouse is none other than author of Save by the Bellini and current king of recipe club, first place what? sole holder of first place in the recipe club season standings, John DeBerry, who is averaging 21 points per game. JDB. How you doing? Pretty good. I'm batting. I'm batting at what is it? A hundred thousand. You're batting a hundred thousand. That's one of the all time stats that will never yeah. be achieved again. Batting a hundred thousand. Um, was that a surprise to you to find out that you were the you're, you're leading recipe club right now? Well, I was in second place last time we recorded. Yes. And so I was like thinking about conspiring with my fellow wedgies and saying, hey, like Dave's in first. So like, yeah, well. You know, it's happening. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> so I didn't even need to do it. It was just like the it was just the secret. I just manifested it. God. Yeah. Nobody wants me to win. It's not going to happen. So I've given up. Unbelievable. The guy has been in second place for one week. <laughs> he has declared. He's declared the season. If you're not invalid. best. You're the worst. He's quite simple. He has declared the season invalid and that he will no longer be trying. Kids, attachment is suffering. No. Just let go. <laughs> Uh, oh, I've let go. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's gonna Let's be, get into it. It's going to be a colorful episode. We're, we're, a little preview of today. 
JDB, some of this scoring is going to change after we take a little, not a season break. We're going to have a special guest episode, uh, which I think I can announce. Bricia Lopez is going to come on the show. Uh, we're going to do a recipe from her book. Um, we're going to change some of the scoring, which we'll get to later. Deeper in this episode, we are going to get into some revisions to the Wheel of Death that uh, we've been discussing at Recipe Club HQ. But before we get into any of that, we should talk about today's theme ingredient, which is soda. Good old carbonated soft drink soda. Well, I'm glad I didn't soda. even know that the, that was the, the title ingredient because it could have been It could have been anything. <laughs> could have been jello. Could have been cream cheese. I think Cherries. it was just like it was just blood sugar. I'm just gonna say this is just letting you know. Leave something on the bone for no. the rest of the episode. When it was made, my wife stopped eating her dinner because <laughs> she thought it was so vile, the look of it, <laughs> that she stopped eating and it ruined her appetite. Uh-huh. <laughs> That 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 is what happened, right? Well, this is a this this is kind of like a new diet recipe. Then <laughs> just like make this, and you won't want to eat anymore. And she's like, "Who made this?" And I was like, "Before you say who you think you're about to say," I said, "It's a Korean person." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So this is a uh, this is something. This is something else. Yeah. The recipe we're working with today is something else, but. Can we talk about soda more broadly? You guys got uh, – are you two soda drinkers? You're a Diet Coke guy, Chang. Yeah, I, I like my diet sodas. That's why he's drinking La Croix or La Croix, La Croix. La Croix. La Croix. I do like bubbles. Um, I think I drink a lot of bubbles. When I was a child, though, a lot of double big gulps of Mountain Dew. Mm. <laughs> lot, a lot of those. Double big gulp. Oh, yeah, you get that on the way to the golf course. How many ounces are we talking about? In 64 a... ounces. Yeah. What? Yeah, man. It's a That's gallon. A tub. That's a board. It's no longer a cup. No, you gotta, At a certain point, it's right? no longer a cup, and it becomes a tub. You know, walk 36 holes. Um, sun-kissed. I drink a lot of sun-kissed. <laughs> uh, I'm old enough to remember that I would go to the local gas station and put in, like, five cents or ten cents, and it would be one of those... Uh, horizontal laid out old school coca-cola machines what yeah where they have glass bottles in it what yeah i don't, I don't even know about great this. depression <laughs> no it, it literally was a throwback like a soda jerk is that what you're talking is no no it, it was a machine looked like a like a like a um at the Woolworths at the counter <laughs> no so you put it to funny <laughs> and like on the side and then you would the top would lift open and then you'd go in, and there'd be chambers of of Coca Cola. Oh, I know. What and you'd you're take it about. out, and you paid with wooden yeah. coins, or <laughs> it's like it's like a newspaper. It's like a newspaper box, but for soda. Exactly. Okay. 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 That's yeah. how. That's I, how I've long I've that. been drinking soda. Now, what is a newspaper? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I remember sodas. Drinking sodas to the point where do you remember this? Where there was no ridges on the soda can. No ridges at the top. Oh, when it was just like a, a flat, a, a just pure a perfect, cylinder, perfect pure cylinder. cylinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it yeah. didn't like taper yeah, yeah. at the no. ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are crazy. Yeah, those look throwbacky. Uh, JDB, the the bevel I'm talking about right here. Yes. The bevel, exactly. The bevel. What is your what is your soda drinking life look like? When did you chose this ingredient? Is it because you like soda? Are you a soda guy? I love soda. Yeah, I'm a big like sparkling water soda, club soda, seltzer. Coca-Cola. You just need a bubbles. bunch of waters. Beer. Yeah, I know. That's it. Yeah, mellow, like yellow. mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. Great. Which you I only remember from Days mellow of Thunder. Yellow when I was a baby. Mr. Pibb, also fantastic. Also, all the uh, Jaritos, delicious. The har- Ooh, Jaritos, yeah. Jaritos, yeah, very good, very, yeah. very good. Um, but uh, I would say the soda that I looked forward to the most as a child was Big Red. What is Big Red? Oh, you don't know anything. Bubblegum flavored soda. <laughs> What? Yeah. Like big red gum flavored soda? I uh, know it's just called big red. Maybe not red not gum. cinnamon flavored, like bubble gum flavored. Bubble gum. What? Big red. Yo. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. I think the reason why I love soda is because my parents called me mellow yellow when I was a baby because I had jaundice. So I was actually literally yellow. 
and I was so, so chill. Of them. I was so chill as a baby that they yeah. thought there was something like neurologically wrong with me. They I did mean, the hearing test because I was so quiet. So everyone in the hospital called me Mellow Yellow because I was just like chill. And my, racist my or not, calling your baby Mellow Yellow because his jaundice. Oh, I thought it was intense. because you. They thought you were going to drive like Cole Trickle. <laughs> uh, where uh, putting a setting aside, I want to set aside the club sodas and, and sparkling waters of the world. Where do you see the role of soda in cocktails and bartending and, and mixology, if you will? You know, actually, I use I, I have like in in my book, I have a a, a Diet Coke cocktail uh, that's the part of my like clueless cocktail. Uh, and I think that soda can be overlooked as like a fancy cocktail ingredient because people think it's like sugary or like tacky or whatever. But I think it's like it's just another tool in the toolkit. Uh, mm -hmm. I also love making like flat, like syrups out of flat soda as a way to incorporate the flavor, but then not have to incorporate the texture. Diet soda is so. a wonderful drink for cocktails. Fresca, you gotta love Fresca, the most mm -hmm. underrated of them all. Yeah, I love the diet cottage French fry and of red wine. It's the what? cottage French fry. The sodas. <laughs> Fresca, dramatically underrated. I wonder if part of it is yeah. just the packaging is a problem. But it, there's nothing wrong so with the packaging. Good. It's beautiful. I want it as wallpaper. <laughs> okay, well, that might be exactly the point I'm making. I don't want a Coca-Cola can as my wallpaper. Like I want it to be able to be recognized as soda. I am fat. <laughs> but I could be sort of way fatter and more in danger if I were a soda drinker, but I grew up, that's not true. I drank, the soft drink I drank was Lipton's <laughs> lemon brisk tea. So, I mean, I could be, I could be a way fatter, even unhealthier person if I drank soda, but there's something about, I don't, I don't think my parents really beat this into me or anything, but I have this association in my head of soda is bad. And more than that, ice cream is good. <laughs> ice cream is good. <laughs> Third helping of curry rice is good. <laughs> Soda is bad. But I know that you guys are not going to come with me on this. Soda bubbles hurt my throat. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can drink it out of a straw, but out of the can, I can't. I can't do it. I just, I can't. But it's, it has been a saving grace for me. What are your? I can't, I can't even look at you. <laughs> I can't drink soda. I mean, it's, it's, it All helps me. I can't drink soda. John DeBerry. All bubbles. Bubbles hurt my throat. Wow. I think this Ridiculous. is automatic disqualification from the whole season of Recipe Club. I mean, there, you know what? I'm glad that we're in a world of sharing, but you should never have shared that with everybody. Now no one <laughs> this is not a safe space, Chris. Again. I didn't know we were we had gone into the world of sharing. <laughs> is that where the Speaking characters? of sharing, I think Diet Cokes are fantastic. My good friend Dan Schaefer, who was an aspiring actor and model when we were in college, was very... Low carb back, like one Before of the OGs. Cool. And he, I was there, I'm sure uh, maybe it was invented elsewhere, but he, I was there the moment he, he asked a bartender for a supermodel. He invented the name. What? Which is what? Diet Coke and rum. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real drink. Uh, wait, we didn't even finish this. Diet Coke, good mixer, right? I think rum sure. and Coke, solid cocktail. It's so good. Solid cocktail. Did you yeah. know that I... I um, I clean a lot of golf clubs in my day. I used to repair golf clubs. Mm -hmm. There was a thing called beryllium copper. It's a type of copper used in metal, especially in this variety of ping eye ping clubs, right? Mm -hmm. Copper golf clubs. The one of the best ways to clean them was to put your all your irons into a mm. bucket of. So in this day and age, this would be a viral. TikTok meme where you'd be like, check this out. Yeah. You dunk your club into Coca-Cola and it comes out perfectly <laughs> yeah. clean. It was awesome. <laughs> uh so the the uses for soda are are many. Um I asked JDB about bartending with sodas. What is your general take on recipes or cooking, savory or otherwise? Uh, let's, let's let's say savory recipes with soda. Oh, I know people have made it uh like carnitas with uh Coca-Cola. Like Coca-Cola braised short rib yeah. type of thing. Well you're just you're just doing sugar. Right. Yeah. There's, there's no soda <clears throat> element anymore. Yeah. It's just sugar and water. It's just sugar water <laughs> with some flavorings. Uh, which 
Well, okay, so to that point, it's do great. You do- I mean, I use listen. My mom put Seven Up in many of her dishes, including uh, the Dongshimis, which is a Korean watery, uh, non-spicy pickle, which is delicious. Um, mm. Also in her Munningmyeon. Um, so Koreans put Seven Up in dishes. That little effervescence uh, really works, and it's a wonderful way yeah. of adding sweetness to a dish because um, it distributes pretty evenly, quickly. Um, so I, I've yeah. grown up with sodas in my my food. So that's interesting. You said like mostly it's sugar, but you know your mom would use Seven Up because it it also has. Well, you can't beat those artificial flavorings. Just... <laughs> but like it has that artificial like lemon and lime flavor. Can either of you? So so some of those sodas you name, uh, you know, like Dr Pepper has a distinctive flavor beyond just sugar. Can either of you really pinpoint what is the flavor of? Do you remember the Seven Up commercials, John DeBerry, with the with the with the big. Um, the guy from Annie doing the voiceover for Seven Up. No, oh man, I mean, maybe I'm seriously older than you guys. Sorry, all right. <laughs> guy from Annie. That well, might a lot. Can you describe the flavor of Coca Cola beyond just sort of sugar? Water? I wish they never took the cocaine out of Coca Cola. <laughs> Same. So we did a little bit of research. I don't, I don't want to. I'm sure everyone's expecting us to talk about that, but the original recipe. I didn't realize this until this morning. Was not just cocaine. Like the original There's recipe alcohol in it. was like red wine, cocaine. Yeah. It was like and caffeine. That was the recipe. Yeah. And like he made it to to get himself off heroin. Yeah. And he was addicted to smack. To go, first thing to go was the red wine, but the cocaine remained. Uh, speaking of that, there's a funny story Jimmy Kimmel used to tell me or has told me. He went to the Atlanta Olympics and he, I think he was working at K Rock or something. Mm-hmm. And they were just going to go uh, call people in the Yellow Pages and say, hey, um, Jimmy Kimmel here, and I can't remember his co-host, will you uh, host us for the 1996 Summer Olympics? And finally they found somebody that did. In that house, in the basement, was where Coca-Cola was invented. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> this <Wow>. random house. <laughs> yeah. Like, basically, to, to JDB's point, basically a flop house. <laughs> yeah. Like, came yeah. up with Coca-Cola. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw something online that was like, Coca-Cola is the second most recognized word in the world be- behind wow. okay. Like more people know what Coca-Cola is than God almost anything. Damn, honestly, you know how fucking much shit I, I would be so productive if there's cocaine in Coca-Cola. <laughs> you don't even need Diet Coke because you're gonna be burning off that energy all day in everything else. I thought you were gonna say yeah, I would be so rich if I had invented yeah, Coca-Cola. There'd be so many fucking long, windy conversations in bathroom stalls. <laughs> and Time which is four hours. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, why, why? What is wrong? What is wrong with just a why? small dose of that? God, just just imagining working with you. I'm so glad cocaine is not a Coca Cola, man. <laughs> not that I've tried it, but I've heard it's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, while we're on the subject of Coca Cola, um, you know, and I concocted a little game while we were in the lobby waiting to come into the studio, and I want to play it with you too. I'm going to read for you six Coca-Cola slogans. One of these is not real. And I would like for you to, I don't actually, I don't know the answer either. So the the three of us can try to identify the one of these Coca-Cola slogans that has not been a historically used Coca-Cola slogan. Number one, Coca-Cola revives and sustains. Number two, thirst knows no season. Number three, the best friend thirst ever had. I don't I don't think that's real. That can't be real, you know. Uh number four, look up America. Number five, the Coke side of life. And number six, Coca-Cola, the one and only. I only recognize the Coke side of life. Do you recognize any I think of those? That first all? one is uh not is is uh the Coca-Cola revives and sustains, you think yeah. is the fake one? Do you recognize any of these, JD? I think that's real. I think they're revives and sustains. It sounds no, very sec- like the second one. What's the second one? What's the one, the thirst, the first one, the first, thirst thirst one. one? Thirst no. knows no season. That I think that's no, that one's all. Look up, look up. I'm just saying, look up. Look up America is the fake one, you think? By the way, be, I almost filled my driver's yes. license. Test. What? What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? What is it? Wait, does that have to do with what we're talking about? <laughs> if you're looking down. The reason why I bring that up, it's like, this is like a multiple choice test. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and look up happens to be one of those red herring ones because it's so different. God. And it's specifically designed for me to be like, well, <laughs> to, make, to make you, you never know. It might not be a red herring. It is designed. Okay, I'm, let me, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. 
it is designed to be an outlier for people who have no fucking idea and are just right. going to pick the one that seems most different. But I'm imagining yeah. the test maker is right. like, maybe we can deke all these other people to really test right. intelligence. But for anybody who studied, they know Look Up America is like one of them, even though it sounds different. But it's for people who are just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think Look Up America is too... If, if you know made up Look Up America and put it in here... Like, that is diabolical. Well, this guy's one of those. He could have made the SATs. I'm going to say. So I recognize the Coke side of life. I'm going to look up. Yeah. You're going to look up America. What are you choosing, JDB? Look up I'm America. Like first test, no season. <laughs> I'm going to say the best friend Thirst ever had. You know, which one of the. We all chose three different ones. I thought maybe we'd do this as a. Oh, should we give a bonus point for this? No. Let's okay. just go. We gotta go. John JDB's gotta go. All right. What do you got? What's the What's the answer? It's actually Coca Cola. The one and only is the one I made up on the spot. Coca Cola, the one and only. Wow. Is the one you made up. That's a pretty good slogan. You should just You should sell that to Dude. them. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I've got a bunch of other statistics, but JDB's got a hard out. So let's move into the recipe. Um, so as is the custom here on Recipe Club, here's how we play our little game. We Search the internet to see how many recipes there are for soda. And when you do a Google search, you get 276 million results. And, of course, we chose none of them. We put the call out to you, <laughs> our faithful and lovely listeners, to send in your soda-related soda-featuring recipes. And you sent us not that many. Um, <laughs> you can still send in recipes this season for ube, watermelon, lemons, chicken wings, and flavored vodka by emailing thefixer at majordomomedia.com. And I highly encourage you to do so, and please send us good recipes, things that you actually want well, to Well, I think some good recipes have been sent, but I put a lot of the onus here on the wedgies choosing fucking not good recipes. Oh, I put the onus all over them, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the choices. The main instigator is one somebody we may be talking to we, right now. <laughs> the chief, the chief onus owner here is right in front of us. The three choices JDB had to select from were Sprite biscuits from Catherine Cunningham, mm -hmm. lemonade scones or scones by Tom Brady, the football player, and a cherry Coke. Wait, was there also what is? What is Autumn Dunn soda kicks? This is some crazy shit you did here, you know. And the third selection was a cherry Coke salad from Lindsay Haynes. Uh, JDB, which one did you choose and why did you choose it? I went with the cherry Coke salad uh, because it just sounded so deranged. And to me, the 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 other the uh, the scone recipe, lemonade is not soda unless you're British, which this sounds like this person is, but I can't get. No, we're not going to get lemonade in the States. I don't think we probably can. But, uh, and I, I just thought it sounded really disgusting and fucked up. So um, that's why I chose it. I wonder why yeah. the onus might be on some of the wedgies here, Dave, <laughs> as to why some of these recipes have been so difficult to uh, swallow. Um, my name is Lindsay, and this is my recipe for cherry Coke salad. One of our family friends always used to make it um, when they had us over for dinner when I was kids. And for whatever reason, as a kid, my sister and I just like loved the cherry Coke salad. And it was just like so foreign to us because I'm half Korean and it's just like not something that my mother would ever cook us. I think it's really become like very much the Thanksgiving dish. My husband thinks is like, thinks it's weird doesn't really like it, doesn't really understand why I always make it, but it's very much like there's the turkey, there's the cranberry stuffing, and then there's the cherry Coke salad. Giving sufficient time for for allowing it to congeal, I think is probably the key to it. Um, otherwise, I think it's like a pretty simple recipe. You just kind of mix everything together. You know, it's just like a very nostalgic thing that my sister and I really, really love, and I was surprised that you guys picked it up, so... Yeah, I'd look forward to seeing what everyone says. So this recipe is basically a jello salad made with cherry Coke. You drain a can of crushed pineapple, use that liquid along with uh, some liquid from a bag of frozen cherries. Although I don't know why there's liquid in a bag of frozen cherries. You use that along with some water to uh, dissolve your gelatin, your two packs of black cherry jello. You add cherry Coke to that, then the pulp of the pineapple, you stir that around with the frozen black cherries, and then finally you stir in a bag of mini marshmallows. 
you set that in your refrigerator, and that is the recipe. That is a cherry Coke salad. Uh, but, you know, as we do here on the show, we make the recipe as it is, which you'll see in these videos uh, eventually. But then we push these recipes to their breaking points by taking a spin on the wheel of death, which assigns us each a constraint under which we have to make our version of Lindsay Haynes's cherry Coke salad. So when we spun the wheel last time JDB was on the show, Dave landed on under 20 minutes. Does that mean you had to make set the jello in under 20 minutes as well? Well, well that's a, we'll, we'll find we'll out. Talk about. We'll find out. Uh, <laughs> I drew pantry only, which means I had to make this using only shelf-stable pantry ingredients. And JDB drew vegan, so he could not use – I think you could not use gelatin. Jello. True? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think Dave's sounds the wackiest, so I'm going to yeah. let you yeah. – well, it's up for you to decide, but uh, 20 minutes probably was the most impossible challenge for this one, considering that Jello scientifically needs to. <laughs> it w- I, w- I would have a better chance if you gave me, um, you know, infinite amount of time to build a faster than light warp drive speed. Uh, uh, so let's let's. Yeah. I want to save you for last because I think that's going to be a reason for people to <laughs> listen to three descriptions of Jello salad. <laughs> Mine, I'm going to go first because mine was probably the closest to the original, um, just so everybody gets a taste of what this is. The only changes to the recipe for me, oh, I'm sorry, the the, the ingredient I forgot is you have to stir cream cheese into into the hot jello mixture to cream cream it up, cream it up. Um, So the two ingredients that posed a problem for me as a pantry-only guy uh, were the cream cheese and the frozen cherries. Uh, I actually think a pantry-only version of this recipe is probably like truer to the spirit of what this thing is than anything else. So um, my solutions were, one, aided by Chang, who, what, what did you use the cream cheese powder for? The Donaire. Oh, yeah, use the Donaire dip. So oh. Dave had to buy a big-ass bag of powdered cream cheese. Which in this instance it says specifically on the back, if you want to add this to whatever sauces or, or you know uh, liquid stuff, you can just pour this cream cheese powder straight into the liquid. Um, I had never used this before. I don't know if you had used the cream cheese powder before you did the no. donut dip or anything. First and last. <laughs> so I wanted. I couldn't resist messing around with it. I, I made it by you know by, you you basically rehydrate it with water. You stir it and it becomes like a, a very wet cream cheese. And I wanted to just screw around so uh, you know it says like cube cream cheese and i was like oh i wonder if you freeze this if it'll set surprise it, it's water when gets cold turns into solid <laughs> so it mm. did that um <laughs> but you could just pour this cream cheese powder straight into the mix the only other thing was instead of using frozen cherries as called for i found you know i just bought a a, a jar of cherries and it happens that where i live in glendale california um there's more than just your normal <laughs> offering of maraschino cherries at the grocery store. So I bought like a, uh, a jar of sour cherries in light syrup oh, because I was like, sounds nice. for this, for this elegant, <laughs> this elegant, not too sweet dessert, maybe I should find sour cherries in light syrup. Uh, so that was my whole thing. I, I added the cream cheese to this. I don't know what happened with you guys, but when you pour this like, cherry soda into this fucking gelatin mixture, it becomes it insane up. looking. It's like yeah. a crazy foam that will not subside. It's like an indestructible yeah. foam. It looks like the shit that they like party in in Ibiza. Like that's like the fucking oh, foam God. that results from this mixture. Can you pronounce Barcelona now? Barcelona. I took the flight from Barcelona to Ibiza and I went to this foam party. It is disgustingly insane. Uh, I've made a jello salad before. I don't know if it's racist to say this because I think this is. Oh, this is is the best part coming up right now. (laughs) I don't know if this is like, if jello salads are some sort of white cultural treasure, but it's fucking gross, man. (laughs) It's the second time I've had to make jello salad and it's gross. I ate it. My tasting note is this. I ate it. I was like, oh, you know, maybe a six-year-old would like this. And then my little six-year-old walked by. And I was like, Ruby, try this. And <laughs> she looked crying. at it in just pure disgust and, like, ran away. So, uh, I mean, that's my pantry-only version of it. I don't like jello salad. 
JDB, how did you make a vegan version? This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Okay, well, so I had to basically find a workaround for Jello, find a workaround for marshmallows, and find a workaround for cream cheese. Um, so the first thing I did is I made vegan marshmallows, which if, I've never made marshmallows before. This fucking guy. But just one. It's a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> you, <laughs> and I made such a mess. Like I, all the candy thermometer shit, like it was out of control. I also bought vegan marshmallows because I just wanted to back up. I think something's broken <laughs> in my brain where I didn't, I couldn't process what he said. Did he say I had to make my own vegan marshmallows? <laughs> I did. Yeah. That's what I, I said. Oh, Let's just go to the point system. You won. <laughs> <laughs> okay so what was your what was your gelatin stand-in i i, I got agar agar so okay. i actually need the agar agar for the the literal jello recipe and for um the marshmallows so i now have agar okay. agar and what is agar agar john i think it's like a isn't it like um like an algae it's a sea it's like a it's replacement a, yeah, it's for a seaweed for derivative yeah yeah it's seaweed yeah that's what i thought it's ther- thermo irreversible as well that's right Meaning it can't go. It's a hydrocolloid. So once you set it, you cannot it's, melt yeah. it again. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Gelatin is not that way. Gelatin, if you do if very you heat it, it'll just totally dissolve. Yeah. Interesting. Agar is is has a magical property that prevents it from melting. Yes, it can melt in a ripping inferno, but it's not going to melt. So you're saying if I wanted to eat a hot version of this salad, if I could do you it, could easily like make a hot version of this. <laughs> yeah. Another thing about the vegan marshmallows is that you, I used it's an aquafaba recipe that I found. So I had to like actually whip aquafaba, like the bean goop from chickpeas, into like a basically like an egg white foam, which mm. also is very stable. Um, uh, so anyway, well, agar agar question again: Does it have to be cool to set? I think so. Into solid, and then it can't be, and then it can't be melted again. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, all right, so you it's made one your, of the reasons why, it, again, Asian desserts are so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because most people, when they ask for dessert, they don't say, yeah, Do Oh, that's going to be a soft gelatin like thing. <laughs> oh, why is that so hard? Right. Uh, so you have the chocolate mousse and the apple pie. Do you have anything thermo irreversible? Why does it taste like a rubber? Like rubber. Do you have like any algae based desserts? <laughs> 
and by the way, not too sweet, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so okay, yeah. well, JDB, you won. Vegan, Jesse, you, you won. Let's go through the trust the process. <laughs> trust the process. Okay. And then vegan jello is super easy. You basically just make it's just as if you're making jello. Like you just use the agar agar powder and sugar and black cherry juice. So that was really easy to replicate. The vegan cream cheese was like one of those things where you soak cashews for like 24 hours in water and then you bl- you like blend them and then you like basically add acidity essentially like lemon juice and salt and I forget what else we what else is in there. Oh yeah, apple cider vinegar of course because it's a vegan recipe. Um, and then the only hiccup with me was like that I couldn't find, I couldn't find cherries anywhere, frozen cherries anywhere. So I actually used like cranberries, which I think actually almost made this a little better because of the texture of the cranberries made everything a little bit less mushy. Ooh, he, he didn't <laughs> win. <laughs> wow. He made his own marshmallows, his own vegan jello, and he still managed to throw it all away. <laughs> You were celebrating I that touchdown. I went to four stories. <laughs> Way too early. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. This man just dropped the ball on the Leon water. Leon left. Uh, wait, you made it better, meaning you liked this? Well, because the, 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 the cranberries have this, like, have, like, they have tannins. They're way more acidity. And there's, like, they have that like, sort of, like, poppy texture, like the crunch. Sure Whereas, like, yeah, so it, it actually, like, broke up. The tech, like the mushy texture of everything else, so I actually thought it made it made everything a little bit. What did you do for cream cheese? The cream cheese is was cashews, basically. Okay, okay, okay cashews. cashews. Yeah. Uh, and so then I, so then I, I wasn't really very confident in my my uh, marshmallow recipe, so I got vegan marshmallows, which basically taste and look like exactly like normal. Uh, and so I split the recipe and did it twice. And the kind, the, the version with my own marshmallows was like basically just soup. It was, it was really just not great. And then the one with regular marshmallows kind of set. So it definitely had that like sort of, it's almost like a little cakey texture to it. Mm. Um, and then I tried to, then I combined the two yeah. and tried to set it into a, into a, into a bunt pan, like a nice little bunt shape. Maybe it would do some cool little jello mold and it just didn't i put it on a plate i, I lifted the mold up and it all just went <laughs> like just everywhere it was so revolting <laughs> uh wait so was um, among how many did you, you made two three i made two i mean one i made the recipe but i at the at the end i split it in two okay so i had one with the regular like the store-bought vegan marshmallows and the other one with well, the you, homemade you, vegan marshmallows you, it's a smart move to split it because it's a Massive. It's a big recipe too. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Fucking huge. Yeah. It's it's so much. I've never had so much of something I don't want. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, I uh, listen. I, I want to be fair to the. It was haunting me in the back of my. Well, you want me to lie? Like you want me to lie? <laughs> All right. Well, hold my, on a second. My horoscope said I can't lie. This <laughs> hold month. on a second. JDB, setting aside the uh, clear, clear uh, opinions of your peers here on the show. What was your take on what you made? I mean, I wonder what it was, what it would be like if it was made the straightforward way without any modifications, because it's possible um, it has a better time. I feel like if this was like, if it had a set solid texture, it would be pretty good and you could have a little slice of it. It that doesn't be nice, set. but it just the didn't, just didn't do that. actually makes it not really like a, a jiggly jello. It makes it kind of a well, weird creamy texture well my my thought was that the bromelain in pineapple gets deactivated by the canning process so you don't have that issue but maybe not no i just mean like the pineapples like weave throughout so you don't get like a oh, just the amount jello. of it oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's a lot of pineapple i think there was like too much liquid so stuff in here. maybe more more marshmallows were, were in order. thumbs up thumbs down yeah. well, let's put it this way this is the first recipe i made for recipe club in all the years that i didn't have my husband try oh do you think maybe you'll learn your lesson about how you choose your recipes moving forward? This is definitely a nadir for me. All right. Professionally, personally, uh, emotionally. But I think as Dave is, Chang, you know, I think could be good. Dave Chang, the senator who seems very eager to get to the floor vote and is very upset by all the filibustering by Strom Thurmond over this could here. could have been a 10-minute podcast. <laughs> yes. The, the the chair recognizes the grumpy senator from California, David Chang. Your assignment was to set a jello in 20 minutes. How'd you do? Well, 
I had all the ingredients set, and I, I'll walk you through it. I even thought about getting liquid nitrogen, but I was like, that's I not going to work. Um, so I was like, I'll get an ice bath. I'll, I'll prep everything that I can for 20 minutes to make it as cold as possible. So I had – one of the issues with the recipe that if you really want to get nitty-gritty here, um, you mentioned the pineapple – liqueur and the pineapple itself and the cherries i think it overshoots the amount of liquid for the recipe because if you use four box two boxes of jello that's eight cups of liquid yes right it really doesn't tell you how much cherry coke to use and it doesn't really tell you the the varying amounts of liquid in a pineapple or not and i think honestly by the time you set it all up even if you measured everything out with the eight ounces, uh, uh, eight cups of liquid, because it's eight cups of liquid to two packs. It's four four cups of water per package of Jello. Right. So it, I it, think you should have undershot it totally to seven cups to get it to set. Yeah. So it, it's, it does set. So it's one liter of cherry coke. So about four cups right there. It's right? four point two three five six seven eight. Nine, ten. <laughs> no, it's four point two four five six something something nine. That's how much yeah. how many cups in a liter. And then I would guesstimate the amount that you're getting out of that pineapple thing is at least a cup of liquid. No, in no, there it's too. less. It's less. But it's I less. think overall, that point two three four five liter <laughs> is actually a lot. Yeah, yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, or cups, I should say. So overall, I think you're most if you do make this recipe, which you know. Maybe you do like it. You're gonna. You need to undershoot it by at least a cup and a half of liquid, whether it's water yeah. or Coca-Cola. In my opinion, I mean, I'm gonna try to give real culinary advice. I just think the recipe itself is flawed because of that metric to imperial system conversion. They didn't even attempt that. It was, it's it's pretty loosey goosey here. It's pretty loosey goosey, yeah. but again, to dial this in correctly, I think that one is a is a flaw. Two. Um, it doesn't talk about when you should uh, when the temperature is which when you should add the cream cheese, right? Mm. And that has a big thing to do with a twenty minute one because I microwave my water for two minutes and I only microwave one cup. I was just doing that to bloom to activate the Jello. Mm-hmm. So four cups with one cup of water, and honestly, that iteration was the most delicious version of the dish. It was just Jello, pure Jello. Like, yeah, it was double sugar jello. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I have that. I bloomed it. I also had, so now my whole goal is to cool it down as quickly as possible. I'm in an ice bath and I add three cups of ice mm. to the uh, uh, your mixture. Right. So that's my water component, right? Mm-hmm. One cup of water, three cups of ice, and then four measured out cups of Coca Cola. Okay. So now you're way over the eight cups, right? Or you're no, I'm right at there. eight. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sort of at eight cups uh-huh. right now. Then I add the 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 the, the, the or before that. Then then it's like okay, add in your cubed cream cheese. If for twenty minutes this is a problem because mixing the cream cheese, it says whisk or blend. I wound up just throwing it in the blender because I was running out of time. You need it to be almost boiling to incorporate the cream cheese, so yeah. it doesn't come up in like chunks. Right, so that to me is a second flaw to this dish: is the incorporation of the cream cheese is just not accurate. There's no way you can whisk this without having long strands of cream cheese snot in it. See, I missed that entire part of it with my pantry only one because when you throw in <laughs> like out of a bag cream cheese, it disappears instantly. <laughs> so, like, gone. so like if you are going to make this, I would say you need to blend it and, and do it in the boiling water first. I would blend the cream cheese in the boiling water when the water is boiling. Mm. Right? That's a good idea. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, that's the only time that you're going to be able to incorporate heat with the cream cheese to melt it down a little bit. And then add that to the blooming of the jello itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that. Then, um, so now it's like I've wasted, I've cooked for like seven minutes. I'm pretty much done after seven minutes. Incorporating everything. Add the pineapple. The cherries, too, I was like, okay, frozen cherries, I'll say I've never had before, are delicious. Mm-hmm. In fact, I might just buy frozen cherries because- My kids why, eat those as a snack. Why wouldn't they be more delicious? Because they're pe- peaked and pitted. At the, you know, they're, they're, they're at the peak sweetness. 
Anyway, trying to set it. I do know that if you freeze it, you're not going to, you're going to break a lot of the, the bonds that the jello needs. You can cool it down, right? So I was hoping that by pouring it on a very thin layer on a cookie tray, that the yeah. surface area would help me set it as quickly as possible in under 20 minutes. So how thick are we talking about? Like an inch, half inch? Half an inch. Okay. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so so I put it in the freezer, and I timed it so it's like just like two minutes left because I didn't want it to start to freeze the outside. And then I put it in the fridge, and 20 minutes comes up, and it did not set. How, even close to setting? Well, it didn't and set then, overnight. And, so. then, and, then, <laughs> and then I um, had the big... The, the 15 pounds of the other, the real bucket of cherry cola salad, mm-hmm. that also didn't set. <laughs> I think you're, so, de- I think so, you're dead right about the, the amount of liquid because on top of, on top of all of that, on top of like you're adding so much liquid, I, I'm going to say there is more liquid content in that pineapple too. The cherries the are The cherry has li- lots yeah. of liquid. And yeah. cream cheese also has like liquid the content. The reason why I think the cherries are not a good thing to add right frozen i if you i i think that with the cherries are defrosting as the jello is setting and that water is weakening mm-hmm. the bonds in the jello mm-hmm. right so that's what i saw i was like where the cherries were located it was like melting ice around mm-hmm. those cherries so me being you know a nobel prize winning physicist i was like well clearly this is what's going on of course of course of course and the Peace Prize. I mean, like, we might as well mention it. You got both. <laughs> the first double winner. <laughs> and my parents are still unhappy. Um, so, again, I did I complete it in under 20 minutes? Technically, yes. Was it finished? There was no way in hell, even if the recipe was correct and I followed it correctly, could it be, have been done under 20 minutes with the materials and equipment in someone's home? Uh, but I follow the recipe to the T. I did, and it didn't fucking work. <laughs> the other part that is very difficult with any of these, okay, I've tried two Jello salads in my life. Uh, I don't understand. Like, I, I also had a picture GDB of like a perfectly set molded Jello with kind of cherries in suspended yeah. in the middle and marshmallows suspended in the middle. I was just like pushing marshmallows down into this thing fruitlessly, just like this fucking thing is never going to work. It's also possible that we're just not, uh, you know, experienced enough in Jello making. That's tr- really true, hundred percent, right? And, like, and here's the other thing: I, I would probably, if this was anything else, I would probably want to make it again to prove that like it could work. But yeah. the reality is, I I bought enough to make another one, and I didn't make it. You know what I made? I made a cherry pie. Jello pie instead with graham cracker crust <laughs> with Diet Coke Sprite. It was delicious. Uh, what does what does appeal to the one thing I will say in, in favor of this recipe, the thing that does appeal to me in general, like I actually do like theoretically that notion of of sort of like cream cheese enriched. I, I like cream and fruit. I like a creamsicle. Yeah. And I would like for like that cream cheese to like make a jello, like not just jello and have give it like some fat and richness. Like I like that. Oh, you're one of those individuals that goes to Wimbledon, like, oh, I finally got strawberries and cream. <sighs> I wish I was one of those individuals. Who go to I Wimbledon. feel like the, the cream cheese, the cream cheese powder is the key. Like if you took everything else and left it the same in this, and just dumped in. it in there. I think the cream, but cheese the color must it look balance out like something you see in hell. Oh, you know what it actually looks like exactly? Oh, I figured it out. It is the exact like color. And texture of the goo underneath the streets of New York in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> oh my it's exactly that. It is exactly that. Every element of it, including when I started playing music, it just started making my toaster dance. <laughs> like every single aspect of it was it was what it was. Okay. So that was the three ways in which uh, we have we approached the Jello. Give me zero coke, points. I didn't Jell-O finish salad. it. I don't care anymore. We're gonna let our producers, who today are Corey, Victoria, and you know, they are going to choose a gold medal recipient, a silver medal recipient, and a bronze medal recipient for this uh, <clears throat> episode. We're gonna go back hmm. and retroactively apply those medals, and then there'll be a medal count at the end of the season. That's how it's gonna okay. work now. There are holes. Do we I get know. achievements? Sure, special achievements, special stars, uh, certificates of participation. Do I, do I get an extra gold medal for winning the first the season up until this point? <laughs> no, 
No. Uh, production uh, people, producers, I want you to consider the same things. I want you to consider, did you achieve the task, creativity, faithfulness, all of this stuff. But I want you to prepare your, your three gold, silver, and bronze. I'm going to turn to you in just a second after I provide the, once again, current standings in the season, uh, which are JDB at number one. Uh, first place well in, in the Rescue Club. Second place is Dave Chang, clo- just nipping at your heels. Third is Priya, also very close. Fourth is Brian. Fifth is yours truly. And in sixth place is Rachel Kong. Uh, Poor Rachel. <laughs> I think this race is all going to become much closer now that we're we're changing this scoring system. It's going to be much uh, closer to fair. Way more millennial-like. More- <laughs> Everybody wins. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody wins everything. All right, we're going to start with bronze. It goes to Dave. What a fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> a silver medalist. The silver medalist is Ying, which means our gold medalist for the first time we're doing this is JDB. The king stays the king. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we should right. change the system again. <laughs> 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 All right, so... I love this system. We are going to uh, introduce some new wheel spins. Dave and I will talk about that in a second. But before we do that, uh, JDB, the next time you're on the show, your ingredients, your featured ingredient will be sweet potatoes, or as it's mm-hmm. written here on my run sheet, sweet potatoes. And uh, your recipe choices are boiled down to Cynthia Alexander's Kima style stew with two potatoes. Sounds good. Annie Bauchio's Roasted Sweet Potato Spears with Bacon Vinaigrette, Kira Brandman's Loaded Taco Sweet Potato Sliders, and Mary Bennett's Sweet Potato Custard Pie. JDB. Yeah. <laughs> which one of these do you choose? Which, which, which I, I was really drawn which to. Which sounds the most the... delicious to you? Let's do the, let's, let's do the spears. Let's do the bacon. Did we did we just Jedi mind trick him into what we so. were? We didn't browbeat him. You like overtly <laughs> requested that I pick something else, that's and no, so that's what no I did. There's no Jedi about that. That's some Sith this is shit not right subtle. there. That was some Sith shit. <laughs> wow, I I just like totally uh, changed all right, my mind. So we have no a, reason. We have uh, assuming this this whole thing. <laughs> I changed my mind for no reason. These aren't the hmm. droids you're looking for. Uh, if this all goes according to plan, Dave and I have already discussed the new wheel things at the top of this episode, which are now on this magical wheel while Gabby makes a physical version. I'm going to be spinning the digital one, uh, which includes all of our new wheel constraints. JDB, this spins for you, buddy. But tell them what they are. Is it is it new and old or repl- are yeah, they? Well, you got to tell them what the new, new and old. Go Sorry. Quickly. Okay. Really quickly. I'm going to give you so added a bunch. We've added quite a few. So Great. still on the wheel are still on the wheel are under 20 minutes. Um, we've changed one pot to slow cooker. Uh, oh, okay. We've changed pantry only to doomsday. It's basically the same thing. Love We're going to do vegetarian or vegan as an option. And, and the winner of the episode will get to choose whether it's a vegetarian or vegan thing. Uh, we've put ah, okay. budget and lux on the same part of the wheel so that you, again, the winner will get to choose whether Ooh. somebody has to do budget or lux. And we've added Whole30 to the keto slice too so that, again, you'll get to choose whether it's keto or Whole30. The new the new categories, the new constraints we've added to the wheel are microwave only, meaning you can yes. only use a microwave as your cooking implement. Oh, I love uh, it. Fusion. <laughs> Meaning, again, the the winner gets to choose a culture of the world with which you have wow. to fuse this recipe. So make the cherry coke salad. But Zelda make it Tears Chinese. of the Kingdom, right there. <laughs> it basically is because he made it with agar. Chinese. <laughs> I mean, basically, yes. Basically, basically, <laughs> yeah. when you get fusion, my is when fusion you recipe. get is is how you get canceled. It's <laughs> basically how we're gonna do this. It's your uh, last episode. We've added handmade. We've added handmade, which means one element of your recipe has to be made completely from scratch. So, for instance, in this uh, Jello one, it may have been, I mean, you already did homemade marshmallows, marshmallows or homemade cream cheese. Uh, we have added live stream your cooking, meaning you have to live stream your whole recipe club cooking process oh, I love that. on either YouTube or, or, or Instagram or whatever. Um, we've added a wild card 
which means you get to choose whichever restraint, uh, whichever constraint you want. Oh, and cool. finally, we have added two that will be on the same slice of pie, like Bankrupt and Jackpot and Wheel of Fortune. Uh, God mode, you get to pick everybody's constraint, including your own. Ooh. And if you if you happen to go third, your your choices override every other previous spin. Nice. <laughs> and the <laughs> the corollary, the the yin to that yang, is double taxation. Oh. You have to take two constraints. <laughs> so that's the new wheel. It has become, I would say, four hundred percent deadlier. <laughs> I love it. It is very I'm deadly. So, into it. so I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this for you again. We're making the potatoes. Why don't you show the camera as you spin? Yeah, can okay. you turn it around so I know you're not lying? Okay, I'm gonna spin. <laughs> it's very Just tiny. Kidding, you're gonna see all of my emails and open browser things. Can you see this? I can't see your tabs from here. I'm gonna try to. Away it goes. Do we need the sound effect? It is spinning. I mean, it's an audio <laughs> podcast. I don't know what it says. It's facing away from me. What did it land on? What did it say? Microwave only. Microwave only. Oh, Potato microwave spears only. with bacon vinaigrette. I'm very excited okay. for that's that. Gonna, that's pretty okay. easy. That's pretty easy. That's pretty easy. The nice part about this digital one is I can remove that from the wheel. Uh, you want to spin your own? You don't remove it. Don't remove it. No, so only only you, one person can get that. Because you can't. We're not doubling up. So right? he's only only microwave only. That's how we've been playing the whole season. Oh. Uh, spinning another one. This is Dave's. No, I want to. That's okay, here. This, this is mine. This is mine. Fine, 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 fine. Easy, easy, easy. It's vegetarian or vegan. Who won? John, you have to choose whether I have to make this vegetarian or vegan. It doesn't matter. It is. It doesn't matter. You're screwed anyway. Yeah. I'll just say vegetarian just okay. to be nice. Dave is gonna be spinning his own. You just tap the center. Just tap the wheel there. God mode. <laughs> you're just. You're, I know you're gonna get God mode. So. so. So wild card. Hmm. All right. So Can you I got wild card God mode? No, you cannot choose God mode. <laughs> Fucking loop. I He's mean, accusing me of filibustering. I this would, guy's I trying would to find a loophole thing. everywhere. What's your restriction be? It's sweet potato spears with bacon vinaigrette. You should just take the Lux one, man. Yeah. Do it, Lux. Show us what it's show, John, show I want to challenge you. I choose fusion. Give me a country. <sighs> Get this guy canceled. <laughs> God, the power. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, I want to do something like really improbable. Like, what about like maybe somewhere they don't eat pork? Is Iceland too specific? Iceland. Nordic. Well, just put some fucking cloudberries on it. <laughs> Some shark urine on it. Just Put some Ronsholm. Pickled Ronsholm. No, I'll, let's, I'll, let's do something where it's going to be something very interesting. I, I would say... Like from, Scandinavian. Okay. I was going to say... That's kind of cool. Scandinavian's interesting. He's that's basically making it fancified. I wouldn't mind seeing like an Asian, like a Southeast Asian yeah, yeah, yeah. take. Am I talking to John DeBerry here or John DeBerry there? I'm just having a conversation with my friend John DeBerry on the side over here. You know, we, we, we're Borg bros now, so we actually have a, a shared... <laughs> Uh, consciousness. We've shared a Borg, man. Uh, all right, pick, what do you what do you want, JDB? I don't want to influence you. You pick. We already ruined your your recipe pick. <laughs> Total pushover. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Scandinavia. I think I think that's I think that I pick think a specific country so we don't get in trouble. For, it's fine. All right, Scandinavian, just, new Scandinavian potato sweet potato spears. How would Renee would that be make this dish? <laughs> um, yeah, right. what if, how, do I get points Renee. if I get Renee to make it with me? <laughs> I mean, you get some kind of points, but not real points. <laughs> not the points that count. All right. So next time John's on the show, we will be making uh, Annie Bauchio's roasted sweet potato spears with bacon vinaigrette. I'll be making it vegetarian. Uh, John will be making it. Wait, what is yours again? Microwave only. Microwave only. And Dave will be making a Scandinavian, a Scandinavian fusion version of the bacon. Can you do like? Can you do like reindeer bacon? Mm. Can you? Please. <laughs> um, okay. You know what matches a sweet potato? Sea buckthorn. <laughs> oh come on! This is my roasted sweet potato s'more, bro, with my sea buckthorn reduction. Uh, well, that is the uh, soda episode. Thank you to everyone who submitted a recipe, uh, especially the, the recipe we chose. Uh, you know, we we were not 
we're not converts, Lindsay, but we appreciate you sending in. I saw in your your head note that your husband discouraged you from sending or encouraged you to send the recipe in. God bless him. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Make sure you rate us five whole stars wherever you can. Uh, thank you to John DeBerry, and uh, we'll talk thank to you. you all very soon. Thank you, JDB. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.